Welcome to the Best Hour of Their Day podcast with your host, Jason Fernandez. And me, Jason Ackerman. With more than 20 years in the business, as both coaches and affiliate owners, our passion is to help create world-class affiliates and coaches by building better boxes. Welcome to the best hour of your day. Welcome back to the best hour of their day podcast. Fern here, Ackerman here, not here, Miss Springsteen. She's on vacation. Spring? Wow, you just went a whole. What is that her name? I mean, if she's if she's the daughter of Bruce, then yeah, boss. Yeah, the boss. I don't know about. I don't know. She's from New Jersey. Well, maybe she's not telling you something. Yeah, young, well, young Katie, do you have a confession to make? If that's the case, we are actually paying her less going forward. Is Lou actually money. Bruce? Is Lou Bruce? They sound the same. One syllable. Very New Jersey Italian, I would go. Man. Wise guy-esque, if you will. Mafia-related, huh. potentially. Huh. Now I'm curious. Was that racist? Did I take it too far? Assuming Italian would, was mafia. It wouldn't be you if you didn't take it too far. Um, anyway... Springsteen's away. She's, you know, this is let's let's put it like this. As a boss, I'm happy she gets to go away. Not the boss, not the Bruce Springsteen boss, the boss of this show, if you will, this company. Um, don't you feel good either, that? So. <laughs> but don't you feel good that we created something that allows, you know, employee number one to take multiple trips? She's gone all the time. She's either in Disney World. I was, gonna, I was actually going to say, I think I think she needs to get back to work. Honestly, like, yeah. <laughs> Katie, wherever you are right now. E- I'm getting a lot of emails, Katie, that you should be answering. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, when Katie and I had a conversation in Virginia, you had gone out to pick up the kids. Katie and I had a pretty, you know, nice conversation. You know, nice being you weren't there to distract us. The kids were not there watching uh, the cartoons. You say and- that like you're like you're hard to distract. I'm very like it's I'm, like I'm yeah, laser like it's focused. A... You know me. You know me. That's my nickname, laser focused. Yeah. Um, my middle name. Yeah. It's your it's your one weakness is you're too focused. I'm too fo- <laughs> I'm so focused I can't, you know, so I focused. can't multitask. Yeah. Um, but it was, you know, we had this conversation. I said, like, I'm you know, we gave her a pretty nice, you know, we don't have to disclose, but we we treated her very nicely her first year. Uh, you know, the year wrapped up. So you can imagine what that looked really, like. Really like yourself. You're like. You're like, man, I'm, this is a this is a long this is a long winded way of saying how great of a boss you are. Well, let me. Do you want me to pull out the mug that says "World's Best Boss"? Hold well, on. you can put it right next to my name tag here. Let me see, "World's Best do Boss." I need to pull this one out. "World's yeah, Best need, Boss." Of course, Katie. Do, do, oh, do, do I need to pull like this it. one out? Like <laughs> Talented motherfucker. Yeah, watch out for the glare. <laughs> um, no, but I, you know, we we were coming off the heels of the episode with Kevin Houston, where we clearly spoke about mistakes I made as an, as a box owner slash business owner and compensation was certainly one of those. And, you know, obviously you can't pay someone outside of your means or what you can afford, but you know, when you can afford it, it feels really good to reward the right people. Katie is one of those, you know, right people. We took care of her the first year. And why bonus. every time I throw out a number, you're just like, are you really like that much? And I'm like, bro, are you kidding me? Right oh now? no. Don't, yeah. Katie. Yeah. Don't, uh... That's how it works. Katie. I go to bat for you. Jay's like, I don't know. It's kind of, it feels like a lot. Whatever Fern says, I cut in half anyway. So you can imagine what that would have been like, Katie. But no, we had a good, I told her, you know, the plans for this year, 2022, it's like, hey, equally important is that we feel good because, you know, you you stepped up. I think a lot of people listen to this show and get motivated 
you know, whether it's to be an entrepreneur, to, to own a box, to improve their coaching. And Katie did it. You know, she, she left the real job, if you will, for, um, for a, a, real, a wing and a, a prayer, as they say. <laughs> so and, a real um, job for a really awesome job. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy that we got to be, be the catalyst for that. And, you know, now she's, you know, w- reaping the rewards, if you will, but I don't even know where I was going with that, but nobody knows. Nobody. Yeah. I'm laser focused. I'm laser focused. Yeah, so... Even if it's not on a specific task, I'm on it. That's the but, problem. You know, we, we were, we had our Q and a this morning and inevitably a question that comes up on the Q and A's or just in general that we get is about members that people aren't satisfied or happy with. Mm-hmm. And you, you asked a great follow-up question on today's call. Do you want to uh, ask, do you know what I'm about to say or do you want to do it yourself? No, I know. I don't No, I'll let you, I'll let you listen, listen, do what you do. Say, say it as if it was yours. I, I know okay. I want, I want you to take credit for this. Be like, I had a, I had a fantastic follow-up question um, to somebody's so, you know, issue. Let me, you know, let me get into character. Ready? I said, yeah. uh, Hey, how much would you pay to have that member go away? Is what I said. Did you mean to make it rhyme? Like, like Dr. Seuss cat in the hat? Yeah. I think when, when you make something rhyme, it sounds a little more mature professional people <laughs> remember it? it's better Does it? <laughs> makes me think like i'm reading a child a children's book <laughs> do you ever rhyme a couple things in a row and then when you have a normal sentence it doesn't like you're like this isn't right because it doesn't rhyme no because well i'm not a poet i am writing a kid's book well it's written i should say it's getting illustrated as we speak so listeners be on the lookout for that best hour of their day first kid's book coming out now, now you, now everybody knows why there's been no work getting done on the back end. He's been, he's been coloring in a coloring book for. Yeah, um, my email is piling up, but I'm coloring well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's inside the line, so big improvements. But, but go back to that question. It was, it was your, it was your follow up question, and I think yeah, too it's... many box owners think they need to accept every single person that comes into their gym. Well, so here, here's where this you should lead with this. Number one, don't take it personal. It's okay to be upset. So right. This, this conversation about feelings, you're going to feel how you're going to feel. And then take a second. If this person is aggravating you or they're offending you or they're annoying you or whatever, like just insert whatever feeling you have, you're going to feel how you're going to feel. And then as a business owner, you should not get offended by it or take offense to it or take it personally. And then ask yourself a pretty objective question. What would I, what would I give to not have to deal with this anymore? Right. So let's just go with a run of the mill CrossFit membership was called 160 bucks. Would you pay 160 bucks to not have to deal with this person anymore? Whatever the problem is, whether they're, whether their billing is all over the place or whether they want to skip through every onboarding hurdle that you've built into your uh, sales process because they think they're special whatever it is, like, the, the, like I, I have been through all of them. It is okay to part ways with those people. And it's, and you don't have to be a jerk about it. You can do this in a very professional manner. And you can say, Hey, listen, I respect that. That is what you're looking for. That's clear. You're clearly not happy here. No harm, no foul. We'll see you when we see you, but you don't have to feel inclined to change your processes or your business structure because one person is looking to be special. And a lot of times that is what it is. 
in many instances, not. They're just looking for something very specific. But what I'll tell you is more often than not, there will be entitled people that will come in and they will want to push you. They'll want to move the salt shaker. Right, they want to move the salt shaker from the middle of the table and be like, "This isn't center anymore." Like, no, it's center, but you don't have to eat at this table. Give a little, That's- give a little context to that. That's something that you and I know from Adrian Bosman. Yeah, Adrian at, Bosman. At the summits. Yeah, at the summit talks about you know like this idea of moving the salt shaker. We're like, hey, we've determined the salt that this is center. And then we put the salt shaker at the center of the people. And then somebody will want to come along and say, no, 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 that's not center. And they want to put the salt shaker on the edge of the table and say, this is center. And then my job, you know, in many instances, calmly, coolly, collectedly is to move the salt shaker back to the center and be like, no, no, that's center right there. And that's fine if you don't want to, if you don't want that to be center, but you're going to have to find another table because this is my table that is center. And I'm not changing it because you don't like it. And we can do that amicably. We, I can, I can professionally part ways with people. That's fine. It's okay. If they don't like something or they don't, you know, at some point, every gym owner will have somebody who comes in, who's probably like, we'll call an old head in the CrossFit space. And they will always though. I mean, not always, but more often than not, in my experience, this is, this is the, this is the bucket that they would fall. They're an old head. They've been around a little while. They think it's still 2007 and they will not like the fact that you're running a business that you charge for services or I don't know, like any number of things like that. And that's okay. They want it to be the, the days of old when they can just do whatever they want for, you know, for whatever they feel is an appropriate, you know, exchange of currency to you. And that's just not how it works, but I'm not going to be offended by that. Be like, Hey, listen, I get it. It's clearly not what you want. I hope you find what you're looking for. And that's fine. And in many instances, it's it. They're going to make a bunch of excuses, but the real thing is like, they want what they want, what they want, and I'm not. And that's not what my business is like. It's not for to fulfill all of your wants and needs. Like it's a structure. It's built a certain way. You know, it's fair. Here's what we can offer. Here's why we do it. And they may not understand what goes on in the background or why it's that way, or have seen the evolution of it over five, six, a dozen years, or whatever, however long your affiliate's been open. Um, yeah, and they may and, not know your backstory. They may not know that you were living in your car and that you, Hey, the only way I made it out of my car was raising, you know, raising rates. And this is what we do now because I have to earn a living and I have kids. And I'm not talking about me. Like I never lived in my car, but there's, we, we know people that have done that. Like I know gym owners who were previously homeless and it's okay. Right. It's okay. And my question to everybody is they're dealing with a person. It's usually like one right? So on the top end, you're talking about 200 bucks and I'm not minimizing the value of 200 bucks for a lot of gym owners, 200 bucks can be a big deal, but we have to zoom out a little bit and say, how much is it worth it to you to not deal with this problem anymore? And my bet is it's probably 200 bucks. You would probably take 200 bucks out of your pocket and say, Hey, boom, problem solved. I don't have to deal with this anymore. I get to move on with my life, but they don't because we're worried about the $200. And then there's other effects of this which is it affects your mood. It affects your ability to interact with other people in the community. Well, before you even go into that, cause I think that was a valuable lesson you, you brought to the group, but you, when a lot of people hear like, Hey, it's okay to part ways. They assume it's going to be uh, in a negative light. And what we will tell you is kill them with kindness, like be nice to them, potentially give them another affiliate to go to make sure they're fully refunded, but give them zero absolutely no reason to complain about you because they may do that anyway, but you need to be able to go to sleep at night or look your current members in the face and be like, 
they're either lying, they're mistaken. I handled this well. And if, if you handle it well, and well being kind of relative to what you need to feel okay with the scenario, that's all you can do. You can't control other people, right? You can be impeccable with your word. Uh, you cannot take it personally. Um, and then you can do your best and do your best to handle this situation. And once you do that, you know, you have to wipe your hands clean of it. You know, Fern, Fern is very, very good at just kind of remaining steady for many things. You know, this, we had a question this morning from another affiliate owner. It's like being a box owner, being an entrepreneur, it's very easy to get manic. Like hot, the highs are high, the lows are low. Mm -hmm. Fern does an excellent job staying steady. You're rubbing off on me as you know, and it's something that I strive to, to do as well, but that's a scenario that you need to, to be steady at. And it's like, not, you know, lose your mind. So do it well um, when you part ways. Cause, cause here's something that Fern said. And I think this is where it gets overlooked. I've said it before. Like, Hey, if you have a bad apple, your members are noticing it, right? The, no, someone is not annoying only you. They, they're bitching and moaning. Your members that are happy, maybe it's like just small poison. And they're like, oh yeah, what about that? Or or maybe it's just bothering them because they're there to have a great time and they're, you know, bumming their high, if you will. Um, so remember that it's probably stressing others out, but more importantly, like you just said, Vern, it's impacting how you now interact with your good members. Yeah. I mean, if I'm in the office fuming over this email and then I go bursting out the door to my members who love to be there, well, that's a, that's a real like friction point in the dynamic, you know, and I, I would, I would counter with this for every gym owners, we take everything out of context. It's just like one person's mad, which ruins everybody's life. Right. It's like, well, for the one person who's unhappy at your facility, by the way, you can't make everybody happy. And it's not, it's because they're unhappy is not necessarily your fault. It might be, it might be your fault, right? I don't know. But the point is for every one person you have that's unhappy, I am willing to bet there's 30 that are over the moon. Way happy. more. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine it's <clears throat> even higher than that. Cause un, you know, the squeaky wheel syndrome, it's like, if someone's unhappy, they're telling you about it. You're hearing about it, dude. This, and this is, this is what can help you people in this process is something that we take people through, which is like getting clear on who their clients are. And I would argue that what is, it's just like marriage, right? I've told the story about the, you know, C cubed captain Carol Conley, who told me not to get married until I was 30. Cause he said, you're still not going to know what you want, but you're definitely going to know what you don't want. And it's probably more important. It's almost more important to know what you don't want to tolerate as a, from a member than it is to, to know what you do want to tolerate. Because then I can feel comfortable about saying no. And almost to a T, whether it's a coach or whether it's a member, and I, I don't even know why I do it. Anytime, almost, almost unanimously, when I let people skip or I let people circumvent what we've built, it always comes back to bite me. Almost always. And I'm like, why do I keep doing that? I'm like, I'm trying to be nice, I'm trying to be nice. And then it comes back to bite me. And I'm like, damn it, got me again. Like very rarely. Very, very, very rarely is that not the case. You know, think about somebody who thinks they're special and they want to skip onboarding, or they think that they should be, you know, not have to abide by your hold or cancellation policies for any number of reasons. You know, if you stack enough of those things on onto one client, they're like, this is a client who doesn't give a shit about you, right? They're only concerned about them and they don't respect the fact that you're running a business. And again, 
you don't have to be offended by it. You just have to recognize it and say, Hey, cool. Like, it's totally fine. If we part ways, like I'm, I'm fine with that. I hope I wish you the best moving forward. And I don't have to refund them. There's times when it's the right thing to refund them. And there's times where we're like, Nope, you're definitely getting charged because this is my business and that's the policy and you signed it. Can you think of any examples where someone's come in to CrossFit Rife and immediately you have kind of like the twinges, right? The red flags of like, they're, they're doing things that I know doesn't lead to anywhere good, which typically starts early on, right? Someone's not an right ideal member. It's hard to fake it, right? So Dude, I've, I've had thousands of people come through this facility. And at this point, the ones who are don't want to go through onboarding because they think they're special, I'm like immediate red flags. The people who I know have experience, and, and this is the difference between like somebody who asked not to do it and somebody who gives me their background and I make the conscious decision to be like, I'm going to make that decision for you and you haven't asked for it. This is kind of like the person who comes in, uh, like an affiliate owner who comes to drop in at the gym and I find out they're an affiliate owner and I waive their drop-in fee, but they didn't ask me to waive it, right? But if they ask me to waive it, this is a red flag. I'm like, dude, what are we talking about right now? Like you, you're that guy or that gal or whatever. So it's stuff like that. And I mean, that litmus test is highly accurate. It's more accurate than any COVID test. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Insert politics. So Insert politics. Can, can you think of any time that you read the situation wrong? Virtually every time I like give into that. It doesn't happen. Yeah, often, but, but it you're not reading it wrong there. You're not trusting your gut. But have you ever read that wrong in a sense that someone came in and you're like, this guy's going to be a problem. But then they turn out to be, you know, upstanding members of the Rife community. Yeah. yeah, occasionally. And it's just because I haven't gotten to know them well enough. Like they might have like a weird quirk about how they communicate or something like that. But um, those are few and far between. Most more often than not, it's you're the. This is like having a, an evaluation process from a coach for coaches, which is like, well, are they going to make it through? And I'm like, I don't know. The process is the process. The process will let us know what the outcome should be. Right. Same thing when you have policies and procedures like the process should let you know what the outcome is going to be. So when you're thinking about well, that's having the, int- that's kind of the purpose like, of like having the like not allowing right. it to be I mean, making it black and white. If right. you will, too many box owners just waver. They're kind of like, ah, you know, but if it's a policy, hey, if someone comes in and asks for this, it's a hard no. They have to do the first session. And then I'll, and then I might determine. Every, everyone and their uncle these days has done CrossFit. Yeah, I've been, you know I've been doing it for a while. And then as you ask a couple of questions, I'm like, that turns out to mean nothing, by the way. They've been doing it. They did it seven years ago in their brother-in-law's garage one time. And they're like, oh, I'm a CrossFitter. Which, listen, you're well, yeah. I'm happy to have or you. They did some burpees. They saw well, some yeah. video. Like, well, I did burpees. Fell down one time. He got up and I'm like, I'm a CrossFitter, right? Yeah. Um, let, let me... Here's something I've said numerous times, and, and I'll, I'll try to expand on it. Um, so when I worked at a, my, one of my first Globo gyms, it was called New Physique. It was in a strip mall. Uh, this is during college. Weird places, bro. Oh, it was a crazy place. Um, and crazy people came in, like legit insane. It was a 24 hour gym. How did, you spell, how did you spell new and how did you spell physique? Were no, they, no, like, no. It was like weird? standard in like you. And no, it wasn't even that F. hip. <laughs> It wasn't even that hip. There was some tanning beds in the basement. Nice. It was like I ran a plyometrics class, which was basically CrossFit back in the day. But I had there's like just nothing but box jumps. Yeah, it was like nineteen dollars. 
and legit crazy people join. There's this one dude. I, I would love to be able to find some of these people. Like he tanned himself orange. Like the dude was a different color. Like you can't create like Crayola doesn't even make that color that this guy was because he tanned so often. It's burnt orange. Yeah. He was like, and he like, he was like talking to the dude from the water boy when he talked, like you couldn't understand him. And I, and I always learned that home, like, home and where you make it that guy, <laughs> that guy you, were too, you were too good at that. Um, and I was like, man, it was, you know, I realized it was like what you charge kind of creates the buffer to crazy. So in other words, you know, you go to any grocery store, depending on where you live, like Virginia beach outside of Boulder, there's going to be crazy people because there's no cost to be there. Right. The cost is whatever they're buying. And some people are buying, you know, right. Coke and cigarettes and other people right. are buying, you know, the, the higher end stuff, whatever. But the point is you get crazy people when it's cheap. CrossFit is a little bit of a barrier to crazy because the price calls for that. Like it's unusual for an absolute crazy person to be able to swing. Oh, you got this going on. You got the, this is, got what the, is this? Wu-Tang? Is that Wu-Tang? No, it's definitely not Wu-Tang. You got the whole Star, Star Trek, Trek hands going on in there. I don't know what <laughs> I was doing with my hands. I'm getting excited for you. Those of you, if you're not watching the video, go to our, by the way, go to our YouTube channel. Like we have some amazing shit coming out there. That's already out. Fern and the team are coming to Boulder next week. we got some great stuff. Go to our YouTube channel. Just hit the subscribe button. Even if just to make me happy, just subscribe. But it's we've got great content. All you know, lots of stuff coming out on there. And if you want to see the hand signals I'm throwing out there, definitely check that out. But you know, for $150 a month, all of a sudden there's a little bit of a buffer, a little bit of a barrier to uh, the crazy people. Well, this is it sounds a little weird. So, but when you establish the 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 intake, whatever you want to call it, onboarding, intake, foundations, fundamentals, whatever. It's, it's all the same way. It is, it is a way to integrate people into the community. Okay. When that, when you design that it's designed partly as a way to get people assimilated, but it's also a filter to get people to self-select out. So people who are not coachable or don't value, you know, the fact that you're running a business or any of those things. And <clears throat> it's okay to, to, to hold strong on that and to be like, no, dude, like, this is how we do it because this is how we do it. Like it's all for a reason. And they don't necessarily need to know that, but if a CrossFitter comes in and they're just, well, I've been doing CrossFit a long time. So I think I can, I can skip that and recognize them. Like, I'm not taking offense to that. Like they might think they know what we're going to do during the onboarding, which they would be incorrect. Right. And then, you know, but this is also the, this, this false uh, you know, this false understanding that it, this would be like somebody going into a car dealership and be like, listen, I don't think I should pay full price for that truck. Cause I've been driving a while. I'm like, well, that doesn't matter. Right. Like the car is the car or like you got to pay what you're going to pay for the car. Well, and it goes back to just in general, like you don't go to other places of business and ask to change their systems. Now, with that being said, I want you guys to go back and revisit what Fern said without systems they feel that way. And perhaps that's part of the bigger issue, right? They come from it a CrossFit, right? It's like, it's like kids, right? They're going to like my 11 month old is already testing us. Like she'll do things and I'll say, no, she'll look at me and then she'll go back to it. And she's smart enough to realize she's testing. Like, I don't think she's smart enough to realize she's testing me, but she's testing me. And then I had to right. smack her. I had to smack her. I had to knock her down. I said, look, Madison, I'm in charge here. 
she's crying on the ground. I smacked her down. And then I was like, look, get up, dust yourself off because daddy loves you. And I don't want to have to do that again. We all know that story's not true, but I get the I get the sentiment <laughs> of it. Um, yeah, I, I just think it's you know just having some awareness there, and it's like again the whole thing here is just like what would you pay to not have to deal with this person, and it's probably more than the membership that they're paying, because they're paying you the membership, or maybe they're not paying you the membership, and that's a real pain. And then the amount of time you're spending dealing with said person is completely outsized compared to the clients who should get your time and attention for every, for the, for the back and forth that I'm going to go back with uh, clients on emails. Cause they don't like our policies and procedures, which they don't have to, by the way, is taking away from uh, a thank you card that I could be writing or a follow-up text from somebody that hasn't been there in a week who, you know, is dealing with some family issues or reaching out to somebody for their birthday or you're also just a podcast, right? Like, but, but you're, you're off here too, I think, because, you're, you're kind of falling into the trap that most affiliate owners do where it's like, oh, you're just, it's also impacting your just life. Like don't think right. someone's stressing you out of the box and you're not taking that shit home. Stress is stress, but, but, yeah. but you, you get, you get more accustomed to it over time. Right. So like you're talking, you say, I deal with it. Well, I didn't, I did not deal with it well for a really, really long time. And I, just, just to be very candid, it still irritates the shit out of me. I just don't let it come out. Yeah, but I heard you kind of, you know, before we hit record, you and Cassidy were talking a little bit. Well, I'm, right? I'm, I'm kind of talking him through it and he's kind of giving me a little bit of the story and I'm just like, OK, I get it. Like, here's what that is. And I'm fine with that. And right? you've and also just, been around long enough to know, like, this rarely improves. Oh, it's not getting better. Yeah. It's like, a right? you know, it's any relationship like. You should be getting rid of toxic relationships they're and takers. They're takers, right? Yeah, like, in a, like a taker energy relationship. vampires, right? Right. Just like they're just taking and taking, ask constantly asking for more, and then like not wanting to, you know, um, you know, and it just is, right? It, it's it is whatever, and and I'm not gonna take offense to it. I don't know where this person. I kind of know where this person came from, but the point is, like, they might not have run their gym the way I run my gym, and that's fine. I don't care, but this is my gym. And I'm happy to recommend any number of gems in town that you can go to. And I wish you the best. And like, and, like legitimately, like I hope you find what you're looking for. And you're not being selfish about it. I want people to realize it's like Fern's not saying this is mine and it's my rules. Like my stepfather when I was a kid, like my house, my rules. Like it's, no, it's no, no, no. these rules are established, A. Right. And they make sense. Like there's nothing absurd. If you were to read through Fern's <clears throat> SOPs, you wouldn't be like, huh, this doesn't make sense. You'd be like, this not only makes sense, but now I have something I can refer back to in black and white that makes it very easy. It's like having your values. Would you would you say like your systems are basically the values for your gym? I, I don't I don't necessarily like, I mean, I think people get really wrapped around the acts around values. I think you sure. should have values, but you know, you're not going to create SOPs on values. The, the values help you uphold the SOPs, right? The values are the backstop. You're like, Hey, how do I, how do I, how do I rectify this problem? Well, then I look at my values. I'm like, is this the right thing to do? Break the rules. Cool. Break the rules. Or is it the right thing to do to uphold the rules? Because what this person is asking for is a level of unfairness that I am not willing to stomach. Because they don't think that they should have to do what everybody else does in the gym. And I'm like, well, I have no problem doing that because that's unfair. Like if they just don't want to do something that everybody else is doing because that's the policy and that's the way we've done it in the facility, well, that's not fair, 
right? It's not fair to anybody. It's not fair to my members who are doing, giving me a tons of a ton of referrals. It's not fair to my members who have been here 10 years and who are participating. It's not fair to any of those people. It's not fair to the guy who just joined yesterday and doesn't know any different, right? It's just not fair. So I, you know, like one thing that like most people can't stomach is unfairness. Like that's, that's a, that's a key tenet of running a good business. Like things should be fair. And when somebody starts moving down the, down the path of like, they're wanting things to be, you know, very, very unevenly weighted towards them and it becomes unfair. That's an easy decision for me because that's not the type of person that I, you know, that I want to do an interaction with, because as you stated, it's not going to get better. Like they're going to continue to ask for things or, or do some other stuff like that. Um, and it's just, it's not worth it. It's I want to be, there's, there's a ton of fish out there. Like move me, on to the next one. In case you're unsure of what Fern's saying, I can tell you this to be true in 2022, I still hear from members of Albany CrossFit that, and it's the same people that were a nuisance in 2007. This is right. 15 years later. I'm no longer the owner and I'm still hearing from them. So right. Now, to be fair, they still want a membership to Best Hour CrossFit. No, they're trying to transition. Yeah, they're trying to to transfer their membership. (laughs) I don't accept their membership here. But is this is this lifetime transferable to any affiliate on (laughs) Planet Earth? And and you know, in in addition to that, I wanted to say to be to be fair, people can improve, which means you need to be good at communication. Which and is your point be, of being objective, right? It's not taking it personally because it, it could rectify itself and there could be a miscommunication. I've had that as well, where they like didn't understand. I'm like, that's my fault. I apologize. We screwed that up. And they're like, cool, we're good. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And but but part of it is it really stems from having the rules and you not taking it personally. Cause that was a mistake I used to make. Like I would take everything so personally as an affiliate owner. And it's hard not to. You care, you're dumping in all of your money all of your energy, you're sacrificing relationships and events and so many other things. Of course, you're going to take it personally. You have to be able to remove yourself from that, but it's a challenge. Yeah. It's a challenge because it's, it's your baby and you know, like it's your livelihood. So it makes sense that you would have some sort of visceral reaction to that. And I, but I think this is experiences it's it's like no different than your tolerance for intensity the first time you get doused with intensity like there's a very very unique reaction to that it's it's over the top right like the first time you did a crossfit workout it was just like my body's shutting down i might poop my pants like i'm gonna throw up i don't know what's happening i've never felt this before yeah you know and then as and then as you and then as you do more crossfit workouts you still get nervous peas Right, but I don't have a full physiological meltdown in the middle of a workout because I'm I have the I have the physiological adaptation to deal with it now. Like my body can either buffer lactic acid, or I know how to pace better, or psychologically I know how not you know done the workout to, before you've dealt yeah, with this. I've done it before. I know how to pay, I, I know how to not make bad decisions. You know, strategically I'm a little bit more set up, and it's it's no different than business. Is the first you know the first times you get burned, the reaction is is very visceral because you feel wronged. And it's okay to feel that way. But as you move forward, you take stock in those feelings. And it's like, hey, is this somebody, do I need to take this personally? Is this something that I the should? The answer is no, you don't need to take anything personally. <clears throat> there might be a scenario, but like probably not. But, but, but the point is just like just taking a step back and say, and just letting that sit for a second and say, hey, what's this about? Like, do I, can I get some more information about this? Like, are they, are they, 
trying to be this way or, or do they not know? Have we failed to communicate with them? Like asking all these relevant questions. And if I've put processes in place and I can ask myself the relevant questions, which is like, did I communicate everything as well as I could have? Meaning like either verbally or in writing, or did we, you know, put these, this information out enough times? Did, uh, have we had this conversation before? And this person's circling back to try to do the old mommy daddy routine where they're just like, if I ask them and then I ask them, maybe I'll get what I want. And then if I can go through all of that and say, no, everything I've done is reasonable. I've done my due diligence. Now the time is just to, is to, is to cut cut the cord, be like, Hey, I'm, I'm pulling shocks and I'm getting out of here, man. Like, it's fine. Like, would you just like, listen, it's okay to move on and then do so professionally. Because if you take offense to it and you're like, get out of here, you're a shitty member. Like, we don't want your money anyway. I'm like, that's also the wrong response. Yeah, like that's you know, not appropriate. Um, cliche because, as it is two wrongs don't make a right. You need to, right. you need to act from a place of integrity, regardless of how other people are acting towards you. And also just think about, you know, giving into short-term impulse has long-term ramifications. Meaning if I fly off the handle and do something that's completely out of character, well, guess what? That interaction is going to, is going to be out there forever. Like somebody's going to tell that story and it's going to be a real story, right? We're like, man, he like cussed me out and sent me this really shitty email and all these other things. Or you can go the professional route and be like, hey, listen, here's what it is. And that way, when somebody does float a story that might not be accurate, everybody unanimously would be like, yeah, I'm not buying that. That sounds really, really not like the person that I know. That sounds not like Jay or that's that's completely out of character for them. Like there's probably more to the story here that is not being told. And so building that reputation probably so that can't be canceled. That's why you and I cannot be canceled. Well, I think anybody can be canceled, but it's building that reputation that, that kind of precedes yourself to like, when somebody hears something that's off, that sounds nothing like you, they're like, mm, that sounds sketch. Like this sounds like the, you know, like this person's not giving the full context of the story, you know, like, well, they just kicked me out of the gym. And I'm like, kicked you out of the gym. That sounds not accurate. You know, somebody ever um, says that to you immediately question who the person is because I've, I've had people bring that to me like, oh, they, you know, I've been kicked out of here, kicked out of there. And I'm like, now this makes me suspect of you. So, I mean, so here's the deal, right? Because they're they're clearly going to another gym, right? Like they're not leaving your gym to go work on their garage. Probably they're going to another gym. So when they go to that other gym, I think about it like this. I know most of the box owners around here. So when they go to that other gym. I want the context of that conversation to sound for the most part, like, yeah, we were, we were, here's what we were trying to do. And that's not really what they offered. So we had to find something else that's a bit fit better for us. Right. Okay. That's a reasonable story, but I don't want it to be like, he was a real jerk. He treated us like garbage and then kicked us out and he tried to charge us all this extra money. I want any box owner that has ever known me for the entirety of my existence to be like, I highly doubt it. And now I have a red flag for you as a client because I know for a fact that he would never do that. Right. And I'm not saying the person did that, but that's you, that's the, that's how you should think about it. You know, like you, cause you could be doing the next box owner a favor oh. by handling it correctly. And they know you and they're just like, Whoa, 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 red flag. Like that's, I've known that dude for 10 years. Like he would never do that. And they're like, Hmm. And then they're going to call me and they'd be like, what's up with this? I'm like, here's the story. And they're like, Oh, got it. Okay. Like I said, I've still I have that happen to this day. People leaving Jim from ten years ago, you know, and 
people will still follow up with you about it. So yeah, but you you know it's it's important, like Fern is suggesting, to if you if you hold true to those things that we spoke about, you know, someone whether it's on Yelp or any sort of you know online review or in person, people will trust you and rely back to you know, what they know of you and how you act. So don't, don't ever forget that, you know, how you treat people and, and, and how you uphold the rules of, of your affiliate goes a long way and people, people refer back to them. So Fern, going back to the initial question, you know, how much would you pay to not deal with that? I hope even if you are a box owner right now and you can't think of an example, like look at your list, like don't, you know, don't get complacent in, in your ownership. Don't get complacent in your members as well. If if you're having people that irk you, that drive you a little crazy, that are energy vampires, we're not suggesting right away get rid of them, but often have some conversations. Talk to them. Hey, you know, I, I noticed you're bringing this up quite often to our coaching staff. Is there, You know, sometimes, like you said earlier, they just want to be contrarian. They just want to be a thorn in your side. Nip that shit in the bud. Is it bud or butt? I don't know. I, uh, but. but nip it in the nip butt. that shit in the bud. But this, is, this is the first time I miss having Katie on this call. Yeah, Up we, until we this could, very moment, it was fine without her. We, we, couldn't, we couldn't search it. If uh, we're just yeah, paying her just to look up the nonsense that we but, think of. But I'll, but I'll end it with this, and I'll kind of throw you for a loop here. Uh-oh. I, I, Uh-oh. I think, I think they're, they're obviously what we've been talking about is like there are t- there is a time and a place. And I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of holding two thoughts simultaneously. There's a time and a place where you say, hey, listen, it's time for you to move on. And in the same breath, I think you should go through the mental exercise and say, if I could go back in time and make this person happy, what would that look like? Because I can't correct it for this client, but I can sure as shit correct it for the next one. And I think, you know, that's a really great way to wrap it up for, and I love it. But I think oftentimes you have to look at it like a kid, like, what could I've done? I could have just held my ground earlier because most of these people just need those rules in place, right? Like, cool. There's no gray. If I, you know, so the, the question becomes like, what could I've done? Well, I could have gone back and established rules and systems and operations and made it clear to the entire team here, what the expectation is when they join, you know, insert affiliate. So mm-hmm. I love it, Fern. Um, and again, we're not suggesting you just blanketly get rid of all the pain in the ass people, but if you have a lot of them, look in the mirror, what's going on there. Yeah, it's probably you. Thanks for checking out this episode of the best hour of their day podcast. We appreciate you listening and choosing to have us help you and your passion for coaching and affiliate ownership. You can find more episodes just like this on all podcast platforms. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach out to us on any social media platforms, or you can visit www.besthouroftheirday.com to book a call. If you found this episode helpful for you, please share it so that we can help other coaches and affiliate owners to help build a bigger and stronger CrossFit community. Thanks for listening.